Hi, I'm Muriel. And I'm Nick. And welcome to Hella in, in Your 30s. 30s. Ladies and gentlemen, this week, Muriel and I went on vacation to Mexico, Puerto Vallarta. Hey, guys, guess what? We I'm lost tired. our minds. <laughs> yeah, real tired. We had an amazing time. We do this now. It's a tradition because we've done it twice. We go to Puerto Vallarta with Nick's um, parents. And it is literally the most relaxing thing. This is what you have to look forward to as an adult, I feel like. is like by the time you're in your 60s, you just cut out all the bullshit. <laughs> you like are like, because she was, you know, like last year, the first time we went, Molly was like, That's I was like, oh, mom. I, yeah, I, said, she, I was like, oh, yeah, I want to go snorkeling and horseback riding and she's like we don't do those things <laughs> and i was like what the why did you give me this guidebook and we're not gonna do any of the things in the guidebook however the thing is is what you don't do those things no mm -mm. you wake up and then you lie on the beach for hours they bring you oysters with critters in them and yeah, donuts you, yeah we eat a lot we eat the raw oysters on the beach to the alarm i think an alarming <laughs> amount of oysters <laughs> That are raw on a styrofoam plate, plate with like little crabs in them. Okay. Anyways, we. I'm uh, saying more things. Also, the <laughs> other thing is that I love. Guess what happy hour is in Puerto Vallarta? Not cheaper drinks, but two drinks for the price of one. But they do use cheaper tequila, so they put way more of it in each one. I that is something that just. I think it's this funny. It's the funniest thing because. Why. I don't understand how that's profitable for anyone <laughs> like on any level. Like I just, I forget every time I went to the bar and I'm like, Oh, can I have a margarita? And then he just pours me two gigantic margaritas. <laughs> and then I give him like a $3 worth of pesos. I want to give a little, um, pro travelers tip to anyone going to Puerto Vallarta. Yeah. Hit it. What you need to do is you need to walk into a store, a liquor store, that ba that really is mostly selling t tequila and maybe they have some mezcal. And if you're in Puerto Vallarta, ask if they have racia. Uh-huh. Because racia is a specific kind of liquor that's specific to Puerto Vallarta and that region of Jalisco, if that's how you say uh -huh. it. Right? And it's really good. You have no idea what it is. Everyone says they make their own. The last time this guy with all the face tattoos was like, oh, uh, my aunt makes this receipt, but we can't sell it here. And I was, he was like, come back, to, come back tomorrow. So I came back the next day and he had me go to the pharmacy and I had to buy a bottle of Racia from the pharmacist. Yeah, that was tight. <laughs> and then this year we spent, because I am an idiot and forgot how many pesos equal a dollar. We spent $60 on the most jankety bottle of Racia that was just crammed with old sugar cane oh my god it was so it gets you it's great it's but great it's a good way to get swindled because it really helps the local economy yeah you know? also if you're a millennial and you read a lot of food magazines this is what happened to me uh nick's parents are like honestly the best people in the world and they don't do not they have a strict rule we do not eat from street trucks so that's the thing you're gonna get sick right Except for you could go to the tamale guy because it's steamed. It's all about the water and all this kind of stuff. So <laughs> Yeah, that was my my dad had this big theory about why the tamales are the, the tamales are fine. <laughs> the tamales are fine. And there's no that's just like from some lady with a bag. Yeah. Like uh, like literally some lady with a bag. <laughs> there's lots of ways to get food poisoning. Anyway, so I am thinking, of course, I live in Los Angeles and I am awesome. So I was like 
everybody says the street food is fine. And also, I Googled it because your dad was like, water is really bad here. And like, Puerto Vallarta has like some of the best water purification in all of Mexico, which is true. So I was like, so cocky, so whatever. Guess which bitch got food poisoning from a taco truck? <laughs> and I'm so angry because I feel like it's just one in a million. And it, and so I would go out. They say, I go, Nick goes, I want to go on a taco tour. And I was like, great. Let's go on a taco tour. I don't know what that means. So that we like go out. It just means walking around the street and buying tacos from the jankiest they're not trucks. They're not, they're not. They're not janky. They're just people. No, yeah, they're not but janky. they're great. It's so you're the, the best. yeah. Tastes- we got like t- tongue and like beef lips, all this kind of crazy stuff. Literally, Nick and I are getting the same taco and each having a bite of the same taco, right? So we eat, we eat exactly the same thing, <laughs> and then literally an hour after I have my double margarita happy hour special, I just start exploding. I just had the girl was sick. I got so violently ill and the first thing your dad said is like yeah well you know you know don't brush your teeth with the water keep your mouth closed <laughs> in the shower and i was like ah! <laughs> but it's like but i said he goes you're the one who's sick and i was like ah, i can't argue with that well <laughs> this was supposed to be a very short intro <laughs> we talk about our vacation um no I, I i mean i love it man damn i'm all tan and stuff no one has noticed my tan not one person gave me any props yet i don't think you're tan. that tan <laughs> all right look i'm trying to get this train right, back on, on track on. <laughs> we bye, have bye. To like do this. all right look guys we don't really have a full episode that's not true we have a very special episode that we recorded like a year ago before we had our own podcast we yep. were on we were guests on a podcast called honey yep. hosted by julia Meltzer, and it's an incredible podcast uh, on campfire media on the roster. Up, oh, Muriel is gonna sneeze. What's Muriel doing? I'm trying know to pour doing. water without making a sound. <laughs> <laughs> so but she thinking. made the most disturbing face that <laughs> made me lose my train of thought. <laughs> that was really intense, Muriel. Well. <laughs> Anyways, um, so we're gonna re-air Julia's episode that she recorded with us. She interviewed uh, us before Hella in Your Thirties about how Muriel and I argue and what our fights are like. Honey is a really fun podcast. It's basically Julia just asking people about the worst fights they ever had or how they fight. And so it's, it was actually super interesting because I don't think we'd ever really articulated that for an hour (laughs) Definitely to another person we didn't know. It was really interesting, but the, she's amazing. She's an awesome, awesome host. Really funny lady. And she, there's a million back episodes. Uh, Honey is on hiatus right now. You can listen to back episodes, but get ready. Tingle, tingle excitement. <laughs> Apparently she's bringing it back. Yeah, that's, that's right. what Honey's I heard. Honey's making a comeback. That's what I heard. So, Honey. So that's it. We're going to play our theme song, and then we're going to let Julia uh, take you on a ride through Nick and Muriel's uh, crazy fighting life. Yeah. Let's do yoga. Let's get fit. Let's do jumping jacks. And we'll get rich. But oops, I found that bottle of gin underneath the sink again. So tomorrow's a new day. Let's order pizza. Instead of the act of love being like, you know, there's a lot of acceptance in a relationship, but I think. Part of the act of love is also just like taking the time to say like, 
let's loosen this knot together. You know, mm -hmm. like my act of love is to say like, I'm gonna spend some time doing something that's kind of uncomfortable to try to be closer to you rather than to create distance. Oh my God, Muriel. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I have to, I'm gonna have to make a special file with just that to listen to. I'm like almost crying, oh my God. I know that I've never cried on Honey. God damn, Muriel. Okay. Oh, I, yeah. <laughs> no, because of Muriel, I cry all the time now. Hi, I'm Julia Meltzer. Welcome to Honey. Today's episode is Nick and Muriel. They're married people. They're so cool. Um, a couple of things. What do I have to tell you? One, oh my God. Early on, I mentioned Justin and Isley. I say they've been married for 35 years. I don't know what I was thinking. Of course they have been married for 45 years. I'm going crazy. If you haven't listened to that episode, check it out. It's amazing. Um, the other thing is, uh, so anyone that I'm interview can always decide to like cut something out that they don't want to share in the final episode. And usually I do that so elegantly that you don't even notice. But I couldn't figure out how to do that with this episode. So there's going to be kind of like an awkward pause at one point where I will come back and just talk to you like this and like explain what you need to know to continue on listening. And it'll be totally fine and you'll get exactly what's going on. Um, okay, here we go. Cause we've got things to talk about I've been sitting here on my own And I think we can work it out Honey, 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 come on Cause I think we can work it out Okay, let's dive right in. Yeah. All right. Okay. Nick and Muriel, welcome to Honey. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks so much for coming. <laughs> Glad to be here. Okay, we know each other zero amount. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so now we dive right in, and I ask you personal questions about your relationship. Oh, sounds sounds good. <laughs> How long have you been together? Uh, twelve years. I think thir thirteen. A long time. That is a long time. Yeah. Wow, you're up there. I think in terms of honey, I think you're my fourth longest Whoa. couple. Dang. So. Who, what's your number one longest? 35, married for 35 years. Oh, wow. Cool. Yeah, yeah. we've only been married for, th Three. we'll have our third anniversary in October. Yeah. That's honestly probably up there. <laughs> I'm probably still number four, I think. <laughs> um, so how did you guys meet? We, so we met in high school, but legitimately, technically we met and we didn't meet, but we knew of each other in eighth grade because we both used to do street busking at fairs. 
So Nick used to juggle and I used to sing show tunes with my brother while he tap danced. What? When we were little kids. Yeah. So she was like the competition, basically. Were your yeah. parents making you do this? No, they facilitated it. But like we used it to pay for dance classes and stuff and then also just oh to have fun. God. So like it was just like an idea. And then my brother and I would do all the routines. So my mom was like, do you want to do this? And we were like, yeah. And then we just would like separate and just like fight like crazy and then come up with these like routines to old like ragtime songs. Oh my god. <laughs> and I used to juggle because um there's too much backstory to make this sound legitimate, but basically like Try me. the coolest kid in the neighborhood was like the best juggler in the city. And he was uh this this guy this guy Lawrence, he he passed away, rest in peace. Lawrence, he uh he like they used to feature him on all the like educational juggling videos and stuff like they found him <laughs> and he was like and also he was sort of like this poster child because he was like this poor black kid from like a dangerous neighborhood but he was like 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 the best youth juggler in the country and so me and my and he was a few years older than um my best friend daryl and we used to like look up to him and like try to juggle and be like him <laughs> and uh, we got really good too and then uh and then we used to try to be like Lawrence because he would make so much money uh, oh, yeah. juggling. So much celeb. money. Yeah. Well, but even for people who didn't know, who he, just when he was like in like, I guess like fourth grade, he would just like go to festivals and just juggling make festivals? juggle. No, no, no. Like music festivals. Oh. Sorry. Like street festivals. Oh, yeah. like, like any Seattle. sort of like open. I don't know. Yeah. Just a what? A, yeah. Seattle, street festival. Has, like Seattle has a ton of like. It's a little different now. They're like super more expensive. But when we were growing up, there were these like like bumper shoot and folklife festival, like all of these like huge like local festivals kind of before like the Amazon like boom out there. So there's like less people. It was like a lot more like a small town. So Lawrence uh-huh. used to go to yeah. the, these like music festivals and make like three grand as a fourth grader just by people oh, throwing crazy. in dollars. Yeah. I know. We so never made that much money. No, <laughs> no one did. Are you kidding me? I mean, Lawrence is the king of the universe. And we just tried to be like him, so we would go and do that. And then this one time, I saw these twins <laughs> tap dancing, and I was like, "Why are they coming cutting in on our business?" And then I was like, "I don't like those kids." And then, but I was like, "But they're pretty good." And then a lot of years later, the twins showed up at my high school, and I was like, "I remember you." We are not twins, also. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> We're definitely not twins. <laughs> But yeah. you look like twi- you were at ta- the time. They look like twins. It's tap dancing twins is like a better, yeah, yeah. A better right, exactly. story. That's, that's where it I is agree. in my life. We look a lot alike. Uh, we did look a lot alike. <laughs> I have a question. I've tried to learn to juggle. Uh huh. Do you think anyone can learn to juggle? I think no. <laughs> uh, uh, I think some I people just think, can't. <laughs> I do think that. I can. Um, yeah, I bet, yeah, you can. You can kind of juggle, right? I think you can. I could teach you how to juggle. Okay. For sure. I don't. Like, I do think that there's probably a certain point in your life where like hand-eye coordination is just no longer on the table. <laughs> but if you have any hand-eye coordination at all, uh-huh. I could probably teach you the basics of juggling in like three hours. Okay. See, here's my problem. <laughs> I think um, when I when I, just in general, I just like really try to like. I, like I muscle through things with my brain. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm like, if I just concentrate hard enough, I can do it. And I think that's probably like not the right vibe for juggling. You just have to like kind of go with it a little bit. You Well, but if you muscle <laughs> through the initial 
intellectual conundrum that you have to solve <laughs> when it comes to juggling. You do have to sort of muscle through the math of it in the beginning, and then you just have to go with it. Okay. Do you think you could tap dance? As, about yeah. to say, as yeah. an adult? Of course. Because <laughs> no. it's the same kind of thing, but I, I think that you could not. No, I definitely couldn't. No. I mean, I could... No, I could. No, yeah, okay. yeah, no, I could. If you gave me three hours, I could do a super basic step. I would, I would literally bet a hundred dollars that you could not do that. <laughs> now I'm so glad to have a platform to talk about La La Land oh, right yeah. now because, goddamn, that tap dancing was so like bush league, and even I could mm. notice it. We, I. Like we have hate. the same opinions about every it's movie. Really, so. like, it's like <laughs> disturbingly <laughs> gross. We, we could talk I, about it. Yeah, in I hate La La Land on so many levels. Yeah, and I love musicals and I love dancing and I love singing. That's probably why you hated it, right? Yeah. I, oh my god, and I just couldn't. Yeah, I, I have a lot rough. of things, but I feel like they're more political than you need to get into. <laughs> yeah, and the juggling sequence Everyone in it was knows. so bushy. If you're listening, you know. You know. Just I'm take, just like, if you don't take a quick Google of like La La Land white mediocrity, and the internet will tell you what you need to know. And also, like, <laughs> okay, now we're doing drunk it. Drunk one, drunk one of nostalgia, of like pre civil rights era nostalgia, and they want to make a throwback nostalgic movie about a pre civil rights era. It's like singing in the rain is great. For some people. <laughs> yes. yes. It's just like, it's the weirdest yeah. thing that that was like what everybody loved. And it's just like we're in this whole, whether or not you're conservative or like liberal, you're just in this whole like cycle of like, let's go back to the 50s, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I Listeners may remember, I don't want to go back to the 50s. I would like to go back to the 90s. Yes. I, I don't want a cell phone. That's yeah. the key thing. Yeah. Does that is that? Do we think that's okay? The '90s, I guess, was still like Watts riots and uh, stuff. Still yeah. doing today's better than the '90s in terms of race relations. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Sure. yeah. Uh, the '90s were at least when people like played their music in public. It was like from a quality boombox. Oh my god. That's why I want to get rid of cell phones. I don't want to hear this tinny, crappy. It's like the sound of. A, music coming from your cell phone i like the days when it was big and it it had the power to fill up an entire bus you know yeah i don't know the scourge of runyon canyon that's basically what we're talking about <laughs> i know just it's like, like people teenage... just like listening to the crappiest I, I mean that i can't even you're right if a person had a boombox i'd be like you know what you're carrying a boombox up runyon canyon do your thing play yeah, your right. music with a cell phone i'm like put in headphones bitch yeah, yeah, this exactly. is so rude it's the worst <laughs> and it just sounds bad it just sounds bad yeah. <sighs> okay. Like anyway, La La Land did. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but so you agree on movies, but can you tell me about a big fight you've had? Do you do you have big fights? What's a big um, like sometimes. They're always really complicated. <laughs> we don't uh I don't know, man. I feel like we don't have any like fun, sexy, romantic fight stories where like I stormed out and like yeah. stole a car and then like came back to her wow you have hit the nail on the head in terms of like why i wanted to do this <laughs> yeah. podcast i want to hear about storming out and, yeah no yeah, we pretty yeah. much don't they're not they're not like um they're we, not there's nothing uh romantic or sexy about our fights no, they never fight. end in like some sort of glorious uh fireworks it's always just like well i felt like you treated me. <laughs> you know it's, it's all very like, like it's our big fights are like like, 
like systemic sexism that we don't have Trump like you know control over that's like holdovers from you know past generations we're, we're, it's we're, like uh, what's it called like recycling our parents right and that way. or it's just like it's just like treatment and power and like uh, emotional labor you know it's like a lot of that kind oh, of stuff so if like, we yeah yeah kind of thinkers you gotta little, little, yeah like, no they're the most boring I mean they're important fights to have but they're and they're good, but they're so boring. Like, I mean, they're, they're not like, you can't, like they're just like. I mean, they're not. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if they're boring. I've never punched a wall. She's never like. I don't know. They're like ripped reasonable. up my baseball cards or something. <laughs> so, Ooh, that's a good one. No, we've no. We don't like her. Here's my favorite. Um, my favorite like revenge on. I interviewed a couple where uh, once she. Uh, locked him out of their bedroom and turned off the Wi-Fi, which was in their bedroom. So he was it was like the middle of the night. He was stuck without any internet. And I'm like, oh, that is harsh. That is very cutting. I don't think he's done anything. I mean, there's been like... No, well, probably we, the- we, we get like we get in fights and then we go hiking and then I will hike really fast when it's hot and he'll be behind me sweating and <laughs> we will it's like a fight hike that's all so we just don't talk hike. to each other oh yeah well, yeah, yeah we we'll go do on, that yeah we go on fight hikes but couple, you go you go together and then you hike away from him well yeah like we'll start hiking and then something will come up and then we'll start fighting and then i will just decide that i'm just gonna hike out my aggression which uh-huh. sometimes can fuel me uh very fast and far <laughs> yeah it's a great it's a great uh, weight loss goal plan actually what were you gonna were you gonna say it oh i don't know oh like how we've punished each other oh wait i got one this is kind of funny oh, i don't know if it's that fun well i was thinking about <laughs> i worked a double once this is kind of a classic story of ours i worked a double once and in chicago which is like sometimes 12 hour it's really long right waiting tables and I was coming home on the train and it was really late and I was exhausted and Nick had the whole day off and he was drinking with his friends and so I was like all I want is for you to come meet me at the train station and just walk with me home and I get this call from him and he's like oh Muriel will you come to the bar and come get me and I was just like so mad and I was like absolutely not you're coming meet me at the train station I'm not gonna go hang out with anybody I just want to go home and he showed up and he got accidentally so drunk that it was like uh and i go what is wrong with you and i was like oh you're super drunk and he's like no i'm not you know we got this fight and then he walked speed walked home at an angle oh this story's not that good no it is good it is i'm very, about to, to to dive into it, it wait was, so he didn't he in fact did not end up walking home because he walked Fast. Well, I was behind him. At that point, uh-huh. it was like it's a mixture of being really mad and then also laughing because he kept running into the bushes <laughs> at an angle. Because uh-huh. he said, I go, you can't even walk in a straight line. And he's like, yes, I can. And then he speed walked. Like, <laughs> I think the truth of it is this is not a great story about us fighting because the reality of it is is Muriel just laughed at me and took care of me yeah, while I not. like projectile vomited uh, from the bathtub into the toilet all night long so it was it was pretty much uh, one of those best wife ever i just said the main thing i was thinking is i just said whatever you do i just don't want to talk about it don't tell me you're sorry don't be sad just leave me alone let me like sit 
in the corner and like listen to musicals and have a drink and not pay attention to you. And he was just sitting in the bathroom going, I'm so sorry. <laughs> over and over again. I was like, the one thing, just don't talk to me. That's such a funny request. Yeah. All you want is for him to like not say, just shut up. I just don't want, I was like, that is like actually kind of what I like. I just was like, I just don't want to have to take care of you emotionally after this yeah. day. That was you know what? It is true. Sometimes an apology is like way more for the person doing the apologizing yeah, and it yeah. can be kind of aggressive. It's yeah. like mate sometimes it's like kind of rude to demand that someone forgive you yeah. after you've already <laughs> done something fucked up to them that warrants that's an my, apology. That, that's, yeah, that's, that's, my, exa- that's my signature move. That's really? exactly it. It's <laughs> like, no, I mean, that's it. And it's, it's also kind of like all, like the sadness that they have, you know, and I think maybe it's a male-female thing, but it's like the minute like I'm like a, such a caretaker so it's like if if I get mad and it makes him sad then all I stop thinking about why I'm mad and worry about trying to kind of work it out so he stops feeling sad mm-hmm. but you don't get the moment to just be mad yeah you know? so some some yeah. of it's like negotiating this that. is reminding me um <laughs> of how I fight with my mom <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome that's not technically what we're talking about but sometimes she she doesn't often get emotional but sometimes if i get mad at her she will just like raise the roof in terms of she'll be i'm so upset and like start crying and i'm like i'm not even anywhere near that level of angry but then i'm like yeah I'm, i'm like mom you you did something you know you you agree that I'm yeah. allowed to be, that you did something that you knew would make me angry. I'm allowed to be angry. Yeah, you're you're allowed to do that thing. I'm allowed to be angry. We could just go our separate ways. That's yeah, how exactly with both yeah. of my mom. My mom's exactly yeah. the same. Way. <laughs> like, I pretty much I pretty much can't get mad at my mother. If I get mad at her, it like dis- destroys her. Yeah. It like crushes her. It's like I can't even. I am not really allowed to be mad at her. Yeah, which is weird that both of us have the same thing, but in a way it's a gender reversal, you know, in that way. Because I feel like you get upset more if I get upset with you than if you get upset with me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like if Muriel gets, if Muriel's upset with me, then then I'm, yeah, You're I'm more. You're screaming, I'm sorry from the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, <here>. right. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. <laughs> and what happens if Nick gets upset with you, Muriel? I get. I will say, well, you should. Well, I think I, I get mad. <laughs> no, then, Muriel only gets will... mad. Muriel only gets mad if I pretend like I'm not upset. Yeah. If I am acting like everything is fine, but it's not fine. That's the. That's really the only thing that really, really upsets like, her. Like at this point, we've been together for so long. I also am just like, do you understand? Like I know everything <laughs> you're doing. Right. Like, we're sitting in the car. You're not me. fooling anyone. <laughs> you know, just like it's just too much. I just, I've known you for more than half my life, so I yeah. just know. You know. No, Muriel's never been. If I'm, a, if I'm, if she does something that upsets me, and I can identify it and acknowledge it she's never ever been unreasonable like she's she's never been 
She never is defensive about that. She's, it's always reasonable. The only thing that gets crazy is when I act like nothing's a problem, basically. Mm. Um, wait, so what are your fights about systemic sexism? <laughs> a lot of it is kind of, I think it can kind of be, we just got into a fight in the car on the way over here. A little one. We don't really, we actually legitimately don't really fight. We just kind of like, we talk through things which can sometimes be draining, but we don't like. <laughs> we that's don't. right. That's the talking through things in a draining way is yeah. a good definition of fighting. Yeah, we're yeah. always coming up with new definitions yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. We're like usually not yelling and stuff. I mean, I think like a, a big part of like it's just kind of like the caretaking thing or the emotional labor thing. It's like stuff that kind of falls sometimes in in the oh, camp so of like, like what condition. We were talking about exactly. a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's just like that kind of stuff. Like. I think as I've, especially like in the last few years, you know, getting older and like working through some stuff personally, like I have found, like, I think I was very like a burning out on taking care of people and I would do it with everybody, like my whole family and everybody I meet and like really trying to like just super hyper kind of tapped into that. And I kind of got to a point where like, I was like, you know what I think? this is weird training. It feels very like it's not healthy for me. And so like, I think like lately, you know, more recently I've been like, I need to say when I'm mad and and it has to be okay. And I have to be able to say when I'm sad and it has to be okay. And I have to be able to say that without then having to manage the reaction of the other person, which has just been a huge. So a lot of our fights I think kind of are like, you know, you're with somebody for 10 years and then, then they're finally like, you know what? I don't like, taking care of you this much and it's like well that's a huge adjustment for both of us you know to try to figure that out does that make sense yeah it makes a lot of sense like what um nick what was i guess what was like do you remember when you when this started to change uh well it was pretty overt okay hi hi it's julia here is the awkward pause that i promised you so um, what's happening in this pause is um, Nick and Muriel are telling me about some substance abuse issues in Muriel's family. And that's totally fine to share. We just didn't want to share like all the details that we talked about. So knowing that will definitely be enough to understand um, what we continue to talk about from here on out. Um, okay, here we go. The awkward pause is ending. Back into the episode. Like we were like physically responsible for the whole thing kind of unfolding and it and it uh, led to um, some like family counseling and stuff that her and her family did together. And through that. So it was very much on the table. Okay. It was very much it like was not this out is of going. Nowhere. It, was it was definitely like not out of some nowhere. Things are changing like, in our lives. We life. were friends in high school. So like <laughs> our families go back a really long time. Mm-hmm. So all of it was like integrated and we were sort of you know, step by step going through this thing together, really starting. I don't even know how long ago that was at this point. Yeah. You know, we've I mean, been I th- together 12 years, maybe 17, 17 years ago or something. So like, uh, like I was having dinner at her house and she's had dinner at my house when we were just friends in high school. And so we all, we know what's going on with each other's family. So it definitely didn't come out of nowhere. And if, um, so not, so it was not, not, easy but um we kind of did it together mm-hmm. yeah it's just like connected to that like you know if you grow uh, like if you grow up 
it's just like a lot of classic stuff too. Like it's it feels very gendered to me, but mm-hmm. it also is kind of like classic sort of uh, like behavioral patterns for people like kids who grow up in like certain environments and stuff like that so that was like and it was interesting it was like very much my brothers both went through the same kind of thing we're like on the heels of like a lot of kind of depression and stuff it's like you kind of are always taking care managing everybody else around you not really focusing on yourself mm-hmm. and so like but I think that that's the main thing you know it's like me having to work that out is really weird you know to like readjust your behavior and also asking like Nick who you know has I think I think my brothers are kind of like this like have historically been really taken care of by women you know uh-huh. so it's like now I need you to edit yourself I need you to not ask me for this stuff because I'm having a hard time saying no you know like so like if you see me like managing you too much I need you to be like you know what you do you I'm gonna do me mm, which yeah. was a huge change you know in our um really I think it was a really big change in our relationship yeah and it was yeah. it was also yeah, I mean, it was just in tandem with, uh, like, a, in general, a really healthy step forward in both of our uh, relationships with our parents and siblings and everything. So, yeah, it's kind of like clearing the closet, readjusting mm-hmm. yeah. the chiropractor of your mind. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Just crack your brain. Yeah, it was a little bit. Just I was like, like digging an elbow into your brain yeah. with all, yeah. all your weight. But yeah, so yeah. this also rippled into your relationship with your immediate family? Uh, yeah, yeah. You There's... guys are immediate family now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> your your but like, family of origin. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. I mean, our, my side of the family has um, some substance abuse problems and mental health issues. And uh, I don't know. I don't really know what codependency means, but I think codependent <laughs> issues. <laughs> Seems like everything. If I don't anyone know, knows... But, um, Hit us up. Yeah, yeah. I know, right? <laughs> Comment. Yeah. <laughs> box yeah, below. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah so, uh, uh, yes, all of that, definitely. Um, and just some of that, like, 12-step programming stuff uh, just gives you, like, a really cool language on how to sort of um, address issues and uh it makes things a lot less mysterious in terms of how they, the verbiage they use and, and that kind of stuff. The 12 I really, steppy thing I really like is um, keeping your, your side of the street clean. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. that's from, from uh, 12 step programs, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. everyone should do that. And it feels so <laughs> much, it just feels really good. And it's also like kindness to yourself. And, you know, but yeah, but that's exactly it. It's just like, kind of mm-hmm. just keep your, like, you know, because, <laughs> You do, even if you think you're doing well, like, oh, I'm taking uh-huh. care of people. It's still the same thing. You know, yeah. if you're taking care of other people, you're not taking care of yourself. Yeah. Your side of the street's super dirty. <laughs> and you're just like trying to micromanage just everybody else's litter, you know? And it's like, it's really like, it, it, it's exactly the same thing. Yeah. So what's really interesting to me is that um, kind of what, what you mentioned, like the terms of your relationship changed drastically. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, well, it's funny because it's just like a few. It was really just a few minor adjustments that had big impacts. Oh. So it's not like you know we had you know we had to separate how we keep our socks in our drawers or mm-hmm. like like literally you know it wasn't like um 
I don't know. I would say I think we had been having those fights for years without the language to understand why. Like I would just be really upset and be so out of touch with what I needed or wanted or anything that I would be not even able to articulate. So we just have like, the fights were really different and they were kind of longer and like more messy. And I think once we started to be able to kind of be like, okay, like I think systemically this is kind of what's happening and and I'm gonna do the work to be better at saying it, then things started changing. Yeah, wow, okay. So I was kind of imagining that it was, um, you know, you evolving. Yeah. But really it was kind of shedding light on something that had been there all along yeah and something that was always going to was maybe even already in the process of changing within you yeah and then got kind of like like pushed out and, and, I, and I would say not just I mean for me it was it is really our relationship is the biggest like touch point for that but it was every relationship yeah. you wow. know so it's, right. it's like a mm-hmm. pattern behavior that was like in everything that I was doing it definitely yeah it, <clears throat> it, I mean it, it comes up it's the <laughs> the frequency level or whatever I'm making a uh, uh, gesture with my wave. fingers. It, it's a sine wave with <laughs> all the listeners out there. Whatever is wrong with you is going to be magnified in your relationship because that's where you sleep and wake up and make your coffee <laughs> and play your music and that's who you look at the most. But I <laughs> But generally, whatever that problem is, is probably not only in your relationship. It's probably in everything about you. So, but it's it's just magnified in your relationship (laughs) because your relationship is the only thing that's important. So you notice, you know, like, I mean, the ways I mistreat Muriel, I probably mistreat my coworkers and stuff, but my coworkers don't care about me. So they, it doesn't mean anything to them. And you know, know what's really fascinating? Oh God, I've never thought about this and it's really making me think about a (laughs) lot of (laughs) stuff. I think that's actually kind of a good indication of, I'm always wondering like when, how could, how do you tell if a relationship is um, too hard and you need to like cut bait and find one that works better or if you know every relationship takes work, and yeah. how do how do you know if if uh, you should like stick it out and try to improve it? And I think that's actually like a could be a good measurement of that. If the problems in your relationship aren't showing up anywhere else in your life, that's probably not a good <laughs> yeah, relationship, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. But yeah. if they if they're part of a pattern, then it's not going to be improved by you getting in a different relationship. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. That's totally true. Yeah, I mean, I think we're pretty solidly in the like, I think it takes work, you know, and, mm-hmm. and it is interesting. Like, I think the thing that makes, every, I think we're just, we've always been really big talkers, even at the beginning. So even when it was messy, it's like a, we're talking, uh-huh. which I think yeah. has been the, that's probably the most fundamental part of our relationship. That and like being just like always being kind, <laughs> like and like yeah. forgiving and like also like I mean that's like the thing. It's like this is like not like I mean it's so interesting. Like we can be kind to each other so much, but it's I don't know if this is gonna make sense, but it's like when. Um, 
you always, I think as a human, have this impulse to think that somebody is trying to hurt you when they're mad at you, as opposed to them just feeling whatever. You know, it's like yeah. the first impulse sometimes it's like, I mean, we do have to sit there and be like, I'm not doing this because <laughs> I don't, I want to hurt you. I'm literally doing this because I want to talk. And I think like saying those words out loud and pulling that out of it of being like this is not a hurting thing this is a please like let's just work it out thing helps you kind of not be as defensive if that yeah. makes sense like and it's really I think can be helpful to actually say that yeah. instead of assuming the other person knows yeah. you're not yeah. trying to hurt them it's like ins- just say it why not that's ins- <laughs> I mean and what's ins- that is exactly it and what's insane to me is like we've been together for so long we should that should be implicit and yeah. I mean we say that still to each other of like when I'm saying something that is bothering me and I notice that it's like making Nick upset then I'm upset you know just saying like this is not I'm not doing this to hurt you I'm doing this because I need to work this out with you and then the whole tone of it changes in that way yeah you know the argument it it de-escalates everything and I think that that's why our fights are boring in a lot of ways because <laughs> <laughs> right. it's just like you know I mean I, you just kind of like you pull out the thing that's like making you know making it okay to be like well what do you mean you know slam a door or like yeah. yell back or like not listen you're yeah. taking that little piece out and saying like this is not about, this is not, I'm not trying to yeah, do this we're, to you. Yeah, we're actually like not in conflict. Right. Yeah. 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 We are, uh, I didn't even realize we were nice to each other or kind to each other. It just felt natural basically until uh, being around Muriel's grandmother. She was like, <laughs> just like on a basic dinner or whatever, like we're having dinner and we're not on our best behavior at her grandma's house. I mean, we're drinking wine at like three and, you know, in our pajamas yeah. around the dinner table. Ooh, that it's, sounds so fun. It's, it's the so best. Fun. It's the best. She's I have, cool. a question. I have a question. Drinking at 3 p.m. or a.m.? Yeah. P.m.? PM. Were they a... last night's pajamas or tonight's pajamas? <laughs> same pajamas. Same, 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 same pajamas. We're in house clothes I all, love it. all day long. <laughs> you know, it's not like we're not, we're not, we're not on good behavior at all. But like, you know, we're, but she... She's just like, you guys are so nice to each other. Literally, though, legit, she was like, oh, she's like, God, you guys are so nice to each other. She's like, oh, do you want to? Oh, thank you. She's very like. She makes fun of you. She makes fun of us. Saying thank you. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's so funny. But I do think I do. uh, I I did take that for granted for a long time, and now I I I don't. Um, And that might just because we're we'd be kind to anybody uh, because also the good things about you and or pr- that come up in your relationship probably poke up other places too. But uh, I definitely see couples that are not kind to each other at all. And uh, <laughs> like Muriel's grandmother's relationship. And uh, yeah, I don't know, like in terms of the work thing of it all, like is a relationship work, like specifically without naming names I got a couple of friends and people close to me that have come to me and sort of like asked me what they should do in their with like in their relationship where they're you know they don't know if they're happy or not and all that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff and like really it just like you can talk to someone for like two hours about their relationship and these are like dudes you know like (laughs) dudes who are talking to me about stuff so like a two hour talk about you know but it's just like that's a that's an you know, those aren't common. And, (laughs) you know, at the end, it's just like, did you even say that you loved her? You know, did you even like, cause you didn't, you didn't even mention like 
you talked about all the things that you have in common, all the things you don't have in common, and the things that you like and the, the things that you don't like. But at no point in there did you just say, like, I just I love her so much, and like it's so hard, but like I just love her, and we hate the same. We hate. You know, we don't like, we don't agree on the movies or the music, or she wants to do this and I want to do this, and we're so different. We don't really connect, and our ambitions are different. But like, I know people who you could apply all those same things to, and they just like love each other. Mm-hmm. And it's just sort of this like, if it's, if you love each other, to me, the work is not even really a question, unless you're just really conditioned on some, I don't know old school mental health stuff to just not work at anything in your life. <laughs> it's like, it's like with your career or, you know, we're out here doing comedy and stuff and you can spend like all day, you know, uh, basically either wasting your time or, you know, you do, you do a comedy show and maybe the whole round trip is, you know, a three hour thing or more four hours. And then maybe you're on stage for 20 minutes or less or who knows what. And then at the end of the day, you can, you don't even question whether or not it was worth it because you just love the process and the whole thing is so, it's so the obvious choice. And I, I just, I don't know, maybe this is bad advice, but I just feel like if the love is there, it's sort of obvious that the work is worth it. Yeah. I mean, I think I think I would just, I would say it slightly differently that it's the only thing that makes it's just like a, a willingness to to work on it. That's the only thing that will make a relationship succeed or fail. And so like that, I think in most cases yeah. that love creates the willingness to work on it. Yeah. Yeah. Then, but some, but sometimes it's not love that creates a willingness to work on it. I kind of agree <laughs> with that. Like, I think that there's, it's an intru- I think, I think that this is also I would say that this is very specific to us. You know, like I know people who fight, who love it. You know, like it's just like, it's kind of a communication style and stuff like that. But just even specifically talking to us, like I kind of think the love is sometimes born from the work, you know, in that way. Wow, yeah. Because you just start to, you know, the more you're taking just the time to listen and taking the time to understand is an act of love you know so even if it's not coming from a place of love the act of love is like you know like building something with somebody and I think as that that's like a snowball sort of thing you know it's like it's very much like taking a breath and saying like okay we're gonna I'm not gonna resent you I want to know what's happened like that's I mean that's part of it for me is like you know I think uh I feel like a, like some examples that I grew up with in terms of like married couples that I spent time with or, you know, family stuff is like something is a problem and the act of love was to ignore it and say like, I love you, so I'm just going to let this go. Yeah. And then towards the end of that, there's just this list, this like like insane cloud of stuff that's just like kind of hanging over everything you know and and that i think for just from watching i feel like a lot of the time that kind of like sours things you know mm-hmm. between people and you start to kind of assume like okay well this is how you are you do this inconsiderate thing but it's just because you're a guy or you just do it because that's how you are 
but that doesn't take away the feeling that you have when you've felt like you've been treated inconsiderately, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think like, instead of the act of love being like, you know, there's a lot of acceptance in a relationship, but I think part of the act of love is also just like taking the time to say like, let's loosen this knot together. You know, Mm -hmm. like my act of love is to say like, I'm going to spend some time doing something that's kind of uncomfortable to try to be closer to you rather than to create distance. Oh my God. Muriel. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. (laughs) I have to, going to have to make a special file with just that (laughs) to listen to. I'm like almost crying. Oh my God. I don't think I've ever cried (laughs) on honey. God damn, Muriel. Okay. Yeah. No, because of Muriel, I cry all the time now. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, here's what I want to know. You said, like, when there, this shift really started to take hold, there were, like, a few small things that changed that had big effects. So what were the small changes? Uh, well, I think they lie in the minutia of some of the stuff we were talking about earlier. So some of this, they were like, um, uh, it was <laughs> like, if I'm, um, like a specific example would be like this morning. Oh God. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, where it's just like, I might throw something out flippantly that, like, uh, oh, well, maybe I'll just do this thing at 8 p.m. instead of 6 p.m. tonight. And Muriel's like, all right, great. Well, that means that that changes our plans. And then and then I'm like, oh, yeah, but maybe I won't do that. And she's like, uh, <laughs> uh, you're kind of... And then she's stuck in this place where she needs... Now she's, like, w- wondering if from an emotional intellectual workplace does she need to explain the implications of what I said to me I, and can I jump in <laughs> yes, I'm gonna God, jump in please. <laughs> it's like a, this is like a very small like a really quick little like small snapshot is like he's burnt out he's been working a lot and we have Wednesday night off and we don't actually have a lot of nights where we're just have an evening together and so I was like why don't we just plan for this week to have a Wednesday together so I'm already taking his state of being like acknowledging it like doing the emotional work of being like i think you need this i'd love to connect mm-hmm. i'm going to plan this while i'm suggesting mm-hmm. it and then he's like great i'll do a mic at six and it was just a really small thing where like he's like well we might not have time and he's like maybe i'll do a mic at eight and a for mic me is an open mic in the in <laughs> yeah, LA, like just like yeah. in the LA <laughs> comedy scene i don't have a show book tonight so i got to i wanted to do some stand-up tonight because he's like yeah. a hard worker you have to. and he's no, has have to. to that's a, it's like I, I it's kind of interesting i feel like people who aren't in it that would seem much weirder right but it's not yeah. it's yeah. you're supposed to do it every day right yeah. and and like and i'm like i am very supportive of it my but i think it's like um and so if he wants to do it then do it but it's like this kind of thing where like it happens sometimes between us for like, like I've done the work to plan it. And then it's kind of like flippantly like, well, maybe I won't, you know, maybe I will, maybe I won't. And for me, it's important enough to either have a night together or say, we're making like the sacrifice for you to go and do this mic. And uh-huh. I'm fine with either option, yeah. but I'm not fine with like, then I'm like, 
having to do the work of being like, cool, if you do the eight o'clock mic, do you understand that we won't have a night? Oh, yeah, I don't know. You know, like that kind of thing. Uh-huh. So it's like, I'm kind of like. You're not okay with it being like flippant. Right. And Either like, one is fine, but it, but it has to, yeah. means. But I think also like just doing all the, the kind of like, it, I find myself like doing all the work. Like, okay, well, then I'll plan it. Because I'm like psycho. You know what I mean? <laughs> so like, I'm like, he, Nikki needs something. Okay, well, I'll plan him a special night. And then I'm thinking like, I've done all this planning for what we're going to do. And then he doesn't want to do it. And I'm like, great, I totally support you. And I'm like, but do you understand that means we can't have the night? I just want to make sure, oh, you don't understand that. Okay. I'm like explaining everything and like getting well, crazy. Why do, why do you think he doesn't understand that? I think that... I guess from history, I think it's like kind of like you just say like, okay, well, I'm going to do this. It happens a lot. And I can't uh-huh. think that's kind of what I'm, mm-hmm. what I mean is like, he's able to just be like free to kind of just do whatever. And I'm like super crazy dialed in. So we're, neither one of us are right really, but like this fight kind of comes from this idea that like, you know, I'm kind of doing most of the managing of what's happening. Like mm-hmm. I, I would like, like, mm-hmm. you know, and, and at the end of it, I was like, just say what you want to do one way or the other, but like, don't, I think that the idea is like, I'm kind of at a beck and call to like, be like, well, okay, well, if the eight o'clock thing doesn't work, then I'll do this and mm-hmm. I'll meet you over here. Or maybe we'll do the six o'clock thing and I'll accommodate. Like I just start doing all this crazy yeah. stuff. And, the, and then the big issue, and then my part of it is like, Almost immediately, I should have recognized that she was working over over time to 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 do the work. And so what I so like a big adjustment that, you know, it doesn't always happen is me just be like, oh, I see you're taking care of me right now. You don't need to take care of me. Let me meet you halfway. Some of this work can totally be on my shoulders. I can I see that you're reverting back to this, you know, thing that came from your youth of basically, you know being a caretaker with her parents and like you you're you're worried about me you don't need to be uh i'm gonna take care of myself and i'm gonna take care of us we can do this together so what does that specifically look like it looks like almost immediately like if i was like flippant about the six versus eight o'clock thing Uh and then i'll do the eight o'clock thing Uh and she's like well okay, you, you get to do that, but just know if you do that, that means that we don't really get mm-hmm. to just have a night at the mm-hmm. house. Mm-hmm. So, and I know you're really tired. And then in that moment, mm-hmm. I should recognize what she's doing for me and be like, Muriel, <laughs> you are taking care of me so much right now. Thank you so much for recognizing the workload I've had that I've been burning the candle at both ends. Uh, you don't need to worry about me. Uh, I This is how I would like to spend my evening even and the thing is, is Muriel is not unreasonable. So even if I was like, you know, I just want to play it by ear. Uh-huh. Um, I just, you know, I, I, I know I need to hit the stage tonight. Um. <laughs> I mean, this is like <laughs> craziness. Like, I mean, this is, and that's like my brain is really like that is what I need, you know. But that's just yeah. a personal. I don't think that this is like. I mean, this kind of fascinating because I think like. Th- in a lot of ways, the like base level of this is a typical fight, like someone not committing to plans yeah. or being flakyish yeah. about plans contributes to a lot of fights. But like this isn't 
actually, it's not about that. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's not about that. Go okay. Do the mic because I love you, and you should do a mic. But if you if you're saying it, you should just do it. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, "Oh, but now I feel bad. But I really want." Like he starts. Don't feeling, do the voice. I'm sorry. Don't do the voice. <laughs> but it is it's like this other element comes out where that he just like feels really bad. So then he's starting to feel bad that he said it, and then bad. And like there's this other thing going on. And I think the thing that I got pissed off about was I was just like, I don't want. I just want to be able to say something without it like I just want to be free and clear from this conversation you know what I mean it's like either Uh do the mic or Uh don't do the mic or play it by ear is fine Uh but I don't I don't also you know because part of it is like I want to spend time with him so Mm -hmm. it is like this kind of thing where I would like to do the night yeah he it could go either way Uh you know so I'm like that's I'm honoring that it's like you should be able to do that you do Uh you can go either way that's okay this is like Uh part of what you're trying to build your career on you know but I'm not going to beg you to do it. Like, just make a choice or just communicate with me, but don't make the choice and then tell me you're sad and then, like, you know, hint that you want to do it but not do it. I was just like, I I can't... I can make the sacrifice to not spend time with you, but I just need you to then own it, uh-huh. you know? And that's kind of... I, that makes sense. That's kind of way more about what it is. It's just kind of like... Yeah, that a little bit goes back to the, like, I'm allowed to, you're allowed to be mad at me. I'm allowed to do what I want. Yeah. Like, we... Yeah. Here's yeah. here's another thing. So you and maybe this is like a common problem with caretakers. I feel like a lot of fights also come from um, people treating each other the way you treat your partner the way you want to be treated, not the way your partner wants to yeah, be treated. Yeah, yeah. And do you think that's at play in the in the like having a night aspect of this? Well, oh wait, it's like because if because. Well, if if I like I've been in a definitely in a similar situation to you. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm gonna do something really special. Yeah. For yeah, him yeah, yeah. Whatever. And he like could not care less. And then yeah. my feelings are hurt because he doesn't care less, but he didn't need me to do that in the first place. Yeah. So really it was like more about me wanting to do something and a little bit the same with apologizing. It was like more for me. Yeah. And so why should I get mad at him for not wanting it or well, appreciating that, it? Is that, that at all what's going on? With- well, like, that is something that we've had, absolutely. Like, and I've had yeah. to kind of, like, own that about, you know, that's something I've really had to work on is, like, realizing that I'm doing stuff for myself, that I'm calling it for him. And that's something that I do all the time. Yeah. And that's, like, the biggest, gro- like, that's, that is, like, keeping your side of the street clean. Like, that's the gross part of caretaking. Yeah. It has this label, like, you're caretaking, but most of the time it's like you're doing stuff for yourself at other people, yeah. you know? And so it's an, so that, I think that's true with this in particular. I think it's like more or less like for me, I'm okay with however it works, but I don't want to do 90% of the thinking about it. I want to do 50% of the thinking about it. So like I pitched the idea that we should hang out and then he said he didn't want to do it. Or maybe he did and maybe he didn't. And I said, great, you just decide what you want to do. And then it kind of bled in to still like help me figure out what to do. And I think at that point I was like, I think it's way more about like owning like what part of that interaction is making me frustrated and just saying it mm-hmm. was is more of that. Like, whereas mm-hmm. like historically in the past, like I wouldn't even really be able to say like that made me feel bad. Mm-hmm. I can just say like, ah, this is making me feel bad. Like mm-hmm. I think... I don't like this and I think it, I think I I can let I can you can do anything you want and I cannot be ups- I'm not really upset that he doesn't want to do something on Wednesday night uh-huh. it's like okay totally okay uh-huh. I just don't want to talk about it anymore <laughs> you know 
and, and it's like, I was like, just fucking, just say what you want to do, and like, and or not, you know, or tell, just communicate to me your half of it, and then we'll just leave it. And I think that that's the thing is like when I get when we get into these messy, weird things like this, I tend to like if you were, you know, I tend to kind of like. Okay, we're, we're at fifty percent. Yeah, yeah. She's showing us with her hands, listeners. It's just like <laughs> I just tend to like put in. I start to put in more and it more. It was kind of a illustration <laughs> like, of space. I'm actually editing a web series right now, and it was a like a ripple edit. I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a little. One whoosh, track is getting yeah. longer. The other track is staying the same. You know, it's just like. It, it's trust very, us it makes sense yeah you know, it, it, it's like that it's like when I kind of realized I'm like doing too much work this is just getting into this gross area for me where I'm like micromanaging him and I'm trying to like do all this stuff and I'm like I don't then I need to just be able to say I think I'm gonna stop you do what you need to do and I'm gonna just gonna stop and I think that that is more what this was you know it's just like kind of recognizing that like this dumb little thing is kind of taking me in a direction where I'm behaving in a way that I'm trying to stop behaving that way mm-hmm. that makes does that yeah. make sense it does it yeah. does yeah I feel like there are a lot of layers because you guys are like so thoughtful about every aspect of this so <laughs> yeah. it's like right. it's like that there's like the, the 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 initial kind of like uh mismatch of like what of what of having a plan or not having a plan on Wednesday night and then it's like and we're thinking about how we're making the plan. And we're thinking about how we're thinking about making right. the plan. Right. Like, wouldn't it be great if, like, <laughs> yeah. you just, like, I don't know, threw hot coffee on me and then I had to, like... Slam the door. You know, that would you, I just... Oh, man, I really envy those. Those are, like, the coolest... Those are, like, my favorite parts of movies. <laughs> yeah, and not everything. Yeah. We don't do this all the time. It's, like, right, not at all. Like, yeah. like it's, it's only, like, when... It's dumb, but it's like we we're usually pretty like this is a very like specific thing that we definitely don't do every day or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But it is a good example of like this thing where it's it's just more about it's less about whatever the thing is and more about like oh we just treated each other in this dumb crappy way. Well, it's, you know, you know, we like kind of discovered our ambitions together. We go way back. We know each other's families. We, you know, have done like drugs together. We like, <laughs> you know, we've like, we have like mutual enemies. Like we, we're like, we're really, really on board with each other. So it's like we don't get into fights of just like say those you, things again. I think those are the keys. To yeah, do drugs, have enemies. enemies. Yeah, right. Yeah, you know, uh, it's really fun. Like, um, you know, when you're like driving and someone cuts you off to both immediately like be on the same page about like screaming at that person it's fun to it's it's fun to attack together anyways um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know we don't like get in the like why'd you unplug my alarm clock fight like i'm not gonna unplug her alarm clock you oh, know what yeah. i mean like there's you just probably so many... a very little like i call them like roommate issue fights yeah ba- i no, mean we know yeah basically no. Maybe when we first got together. Was, <laughs> when we first got together, we had some roommate issue fights, but that was also because I had never, we had, you know. We had never lived with another, like, person we were together what with. What were the roommate issues? Uh, 
dishes? Were they dishes in the sink? No. Well, there's funny ones, but I feel like they're not. Uh, There's one where I left. I spent the night at his parents' house before we got an apartment, and I blew my nose and left a tissue on his nightstand, and he told me I was disrespecting his family. I was just like, man, you're just like leaving trash around my house. Like, (laughs) I just feel like you're really disrespecting my family. Camp litter around the Castellini clan, man. And then he said that, and I was like, "Are you out of your mind?" Instead of saying sorry, and that was like a good, you know. I think, I think, I will say just to wrap that is that like that weird thing that we're talking about with what happened this morning is like legitimately not about anything except for like when we're hanging out and we start to feel like we're treating each other shitty. We just have to fucking figure out what that nugget is and that's it it's like it doesn't none of that stuff matters about who's hanging out wednesday and why da, 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 da. it's just like two-thirds in i was like this feels super agitating and like bad and i'm just like how do we i just don't want to feel that way about you you know what i mean i don't want to feel that way about him i just want to like why is it doing why are we doing this you know so it's sometimes it's like the minutia of all of this bullshit but none of it really matters i do not care if we hang out tonight or he goes and does a mic. They're both equally important to me. So it's like, none of that matters. It's just like, at the end of that, we were just like, he was acting really weird and I was acting weird and I was just like, no, I don't want to do this anymore. You know, so it's more and like And by that. the end of it, we mean parking Literally outside of your apartment. Thanks for listening to Honey. I'm Julia Meltzer. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Drunk Actress. The show is produced by Ryan Middledorf and Ryan Countshouse. Our cover art is by Allie Monroe and our theme song is by Aaron and Melissa. Thanks for listening. Bye. Campfire.